0: No, I understand where Sitka is. I've just right. never been
1: there before
0: it. Uh, and then and guess again... So Alaska,
2: Alaska
1: is... Because I Google Maps Sarah all the time.
2: You just type in Sarah and then it just falls around.
1: Yeah. Oh. Hacked her. He
3: secretly <gasps> traveled over and put a tracking chip in you, Sarah. <laughs> in her? That is what happened. Well, considering like, uh, what show uh, me Argus carrying style. effort, like
4: <laughs> he, he did not alienize me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 yeah.
5: of
1: oh, um, that seed. <laughs> oh
5: my God! Why? <laughs> okay,
2: I didn't want to take it there. Okay.
1: Uh, it's a running inside joke. That's very obvious to the outside.
5: I'm <laughs> <I'm fine. laughs>
1: I'm okay. Oh fucking hell!
2: Movies, TV, Blu-rays. Blu-rays. If somehow you're consuming it on the screen with your eyes, then you'll hear it on Scene and Nerd. Here are the hosts of Scene and Nerd, Casey Pete, and Matt, with a little help from Casey Franco
0: and there's here too. Bradley brought to you by GWW Radio.
2: Welcome to Scene and Nerd. What's up, guys? You got Matt running this uh, train wreck going. Woo! No, yeah. uh, there is hella people on this call right now. What's up, everybody? Uh, my name is Matt. Um, you guys know me, and I'm joined here forever and ever by our friend Sarah Belmont.
0: Forever and ever. I'm here. going to
2: start? Yeah. The show with you singing, really? I'm just
0: kidding. <laughs> Sorry. <It's not laughs> start even... and end the show. Yeah,
2: start and end. That probably might be a good thing. We're also joined by our friend of the show, um, Michael uh, Everett Harn. Sorry, I said your full name. <laughs> Can <Michael. laughs> exclude cool you now.
1: It's fine. Uh, that is that's the name I use whenever I am the president of the Ray Palmer Fan Club. So that's, that's okay with me
2: someone's got to carry the flag for sure yeah. and uh we're also joined by a uh, friend of the show too uh carrie Gillette.
4: hi hello <laughs> hi. and
2: um unfortunately patricia,
4: sorry
2: yeah but, oh, team bear that'd be cool uh <laughs> but we're also joined by our friend patricia that i've never been on show before with but i don't know what your last name is because skype doesn't tell me i'm hello. sorry
3: it's miller that's uh,
2: dang
1: it, guys! why'd you give my alias with? alias, oh yeah, is it Patricia that's the antihero? I forgot, what? or is that Carrie? Someone we were talking to gave away that they had a secret vigilante life. I think that was that
0: was that was Carrie that was Carrie, that
1: was Carrie. Yeah. she's totally
2: cupid, totally oh, yeah, she cupid. is cupid this cupid. Right. Mm-hmm. sounds pretty pretty awesome, Yeah. Mm-hmm and scary at the same time <laughs> yeah, I
5: know. But, uh, I to Just say it. yeah <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm cupid yeah it makes sense so uh today we're going to talk a little uh legends of tomorrow a little flash a little arrow sounds fun and um you know we were pretty stoked about the finale and we had a lot of questions about how they're going to end this first season freshman season of legends of tomorrow so um We're just going to go ahead and jump into the uh, talk right now. Man, I'm doing my best Pete impression. So, guys, first off, overall thoughts of Nally. Was it a thumbs up? Was it a thumbs down? Was it a thumbs sideways? Um, I guess we'll start with Sarah.
0: So, (laughs) this finale actually did something I didn't think it would. It made me excited for season two. (laughs) Like, in all honesty. right? right? Yeah. Yeah, I thought... No, absolutely not. (laughs) Well, kind of. I mean, so actually, you know what, that brings me to a good point. It did two things I didn't think was possible. One, it made me excited about the show. And two, it made me actually kind of like Ray Palmer for the very first time.
1: Oh, you heard it first.
0: Like, I'm in like. Damn. I'm not not in anything more. Don't get ahead of yourself ever. I'm just in like with Ray Palmer. Only in, like...
1: Good enough for me.
0: Good, high Take chances it. he'll screw it up. He'll gif it up, Everett. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes. Everett, you want to jump in on that?
1: Ray's planted those seeds oh and <laughs> <God>.
2: served <laughs> No, well,
1: uh, I don't know if you can hear Matt, but I'm giving it a big thumbs up, because I thought it was really good. Like, I didn't expect pretty much anything that they did, and I kind of like that. I didn't watch the promo, so... Uh, you know, the whole like, we gotta kill Savage three times in three different time zones. That was cool. I like that.
2: And time zones, yeah. And yeah, time, time
1: zone. Time, not time, time times. Time
2: zones.
1: <laughs> yeah, one in Alaska, one in, in
2: California, and one in New York. <laughs> it makes sense, yeah. Sounds like your call right now. Uh, Carrie, did, um, <laughs> what were your overall thoughts and quick thoughts about the finale? I
4: absolutely loved it. It made me, I kind of like the the finale, made the whole show like 10 times better for me. I don't know if that makes any sense. Because I've had some problems with *Legends of Tomorrow*, and the Great. finale just like I fell in love with it all over again. Me and kind like of like forgave some
2: person. of them. Oh, sorry, ahead. I,
4: I can't. I absolutely cannot wait for season two. Like I really, honestly, I want it now.
1: You read a lot of DC comics too, don't you, Carrie? I too. So you know, like, you're probably the most excited about what happens at the end of this than all of this, because I had the like... Yes,
4: like, I'm not going to lie, I accidentally read a spoiler, I was in my kitchen, I screamed like a banshee, and then <laughs> I had to explain the Justice Society to my mother, who has no clue what I was saying, but I had no one to talk to, but yeah, so excited.
2: Yeah, and um, Patricia, did you uh, have any other thoughts you want to add on there? Just overall ideas about the finale?
4: Well, I'm.
3: I'll start off with I'm new to the DC world, so I was like, "Who the heck is this guy?" At the end. <laughs> uh, and what is that? So I'm. I'm curious as to what happens next. I'm probably not as enthusiastic about it as you guys, but I'm definitely curious. And overall, the finale was good. I mean, it was a little cheesy at times. And hashtag poor Ray Palmer. <laughs> um, I'm. I'm on Team Palmer. I mean. I like him.
4: You guys, I hated Ray Palmer. And I am so team Ray Palmer right now. It's not even funny. Oh,
2: man. I'm going to post. I've been chipped. I've been chipped. You've been chipped. Yeah. I think, like, a lot of people were kind of not, maybe upset. Maybe there were a lot of people it was polarizing. But, like, just because of association with the kind of the relationship with Kendra. Mm -hmm. So, whether or not you're team Palmer now is... um, is linked to just him, not just the relationship, which I thought was interesting. And um, I thought the episode went really, really fast. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was not... I, some people said it was, like, like kind of rushed. I was like, uh, rushed, I, I guess. But kind of, like, that's what I've grown accustomed to in terms of this show. There's a lot of stuff, like, up in the air. And they're juggling a lot of things. And I don't really mind, like, just little snippets of here and there. But uh, I thought it was a great season finale because... Yeah, like how you guys said, we're pretty excited and curious to see what's happening in season two. Um, We mentioned it already, but um, we're just going to go right into it. So like. The biggest reveal at the end is uh, Rex Tyler. Um, We looked him up and (laughs) I'm like, I have no idea who Rex Tyler is, so I'm great. Someone looked it up. Thank you. Uh, Apparently he's our man which makes sense because I guess it relates to time, which is cool. And uh, he's from the Justice Society of America, which um, was only kind of like uh, made known in Earth 2 in terms of this universe, which I thought it was cool. Then that brings in that extra element of now we're bringing in folks from two different Earths and two different, uh, you know, um, heroes, like kind of uh, all coming from all these different sides. How do you guys think, um, like, Justice Society of America is going to play into season two. Do you think they're going to have like a full squad on there? Is it just Rex Tyler? Um, I guess uh, Everett will start with you, man.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, I've been saying since like season one of Arrow that the CW needs to do Alan Scott, the original Green Lantern, for the longest time, and he's a member of the Justice Society of America, if I'm not mistaken, and. You know that he's you know they're never going to be able to use any of the other Green Lanterns so why not use him like I'd be I'd be excited to see more just society of America I'm not really familiar with a lot of them but I know a couple of them and it'd be cool to see some of them
2: but I don't know anything about our man. Do you
4: guys know what um, our man's like powers are why he's called our I was actually
2: going to ask that like does anyone know about him.
4: Our man has powers for exactly one hour. Uh, he has, like, agility, strength. Um... Healing?
1: Is it an healing, hour a healing. day or just an hour for his whole life?
4: No, just an, an hour. An hour a day. Okay. And I, I'm not exactly sure, technically, like, how that works. I don't know if he takes some, like, I don't know. He's going like, to Hulk term. out. But it's kind of it's an interesting... Uh character cuz i mean he's only really useful for an hour
2: <laughs> right yeah like is he like really smart though to kind of combat when he's not having powers or not really clear
4: not really clear
2: okay um i but know that would i be know cool. in
4: some of, i know in some of the comics he is he's a smart guy he's a scientist um, and he's the one that came up with the formula this I don't know.
2: Serum, oh, okay. So maybe he uh, created his own self, kind of thing.
4: Yeah, I and I hope I'm not totally wrong. Watch me, be, but this is what, if I remember correctly. But um, if we're gonna go into the Justice Society, we need. I want more women on this team, people.
2: Right. Like who? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
4: Um, like so I looked through, and uh, Power Girl is a possibility. Power right. Girl is basically Supergirl on Earth too.
1: Right, Kara.
4: Uh, Red Beetle is a female. And also Red Arrow is a female, but I'm not completely sure we could do that because of Arrow. But, I mean, with Kendra kind of leaving, it kind of makes me disappointed that Sarah's the only girl left. Do you know what I mean? Like, let's get more women superheroes.
1: They could probably still do Red Arrow, like, if they brought her from a different time period, maybe from the future.
4: Yeah, I mean, well,
1: because now we're dealing with Earth, too,
2: which is so cool. Right. Like, yeah. I'll um, oh, go ahead. Eric. I
1: was just going to say, my favorite part of the whole Rex Tyler bit was when he was like, don't get on that ship. If you do, you're going to die. Like, I, I like that. It was just like, I didn't care who he was at that time. Just what he said was so, was such a big
2: thing that. Right, yeah. Like, um,. I thought at the end of the season, there's be like, all right, we have to go find this new guy to, to beat up or the repercussions of Vano Savage's actions. Now we have to go fix them. And it would just be like, they're going to zoom off into the sky. But it's the opposite. They're going to stay grounded and not go anywhere. But I thought it was interesting. What he said was, "Uh, you sent me here, Mick. And he he, uh, he turned to Mick and he said that. And I was like, wait, so I'm maybe I'm postulating this, but what if like, in wherever he's from Mick is actually the captain of the ship since it would make sense for him because he had the most training from the Time Masters after a right. uh, rip right. so that would be cool if Mick was the captain in his kind of thing he pops out and he's in his full Kronos um, gear he's kind of just put back on the Kronos persona but as a cool guy Um, <laughs> what what do you guys think Like, are they going to see future versions of themselves come off the ship or is it a completely new crew and they're going to kind of like mash together Patricia what do you think since you kind of like have kind of you didn't really know a lot of the backstory like me about just side of America do you think they're gonna just bring in all these new characters or is it just gonna be uh, a few guys
4: I hope
3: it's a mashup of both I hope they bring in new characters that the the team that's present that's being told don't get on the ship I hope that they get to mash up with their selves in the future or with other justice of America society, whatever that guy is. From. <laughs> um, I hope they get to meet new characters. That's for sure. Um, and I think if they got to interact, like I remember like throughout the season, there was a couple of times, you know, where the team now got to interact with their past selves. And I thought that was so cool how they did that. And I want to see more of that in the future now.
2: Yeah, it's like a traveling show it would be fun you know to see more of that
3: yeah more playfulness with oh i did this so i messed up that in the timeline or you know something something more timeliney
2: <laughs> <laughs> right yeah and you know speaking of timeliney though like uh timey wobbly timely, i don't know whatever <laughs> just kidding doctor <laughs> who reference uh there you go um we, the, you know, our heroes were dropped back off in 2016, beginning of the episode, and Rip was saying, like, you know, you guys choose your own destiny. You know, I brought you here under false pretenses. You know, it didn't work. So uh, let's just, you know, all go back to how it was before. And I'm sorry for not taking you with me. Um, We saw, I think it was the first one that they shot was um, Sarah running back in to the Arrow Cave and he sees uh, her dad, which I thought it was cool that they kind of set that up. In Arrow, you know, where he's like, "I'll just be on the comms," and I was like, "Oh, yeah," and so it, was cool. was of... it was the same
0: shirt. It was the yeah, like too.
2: it's it's like uh, the, now they're really thinking about how like the timeline of meeting all these shows together, which is cool because that was kind of a question, um, this whole season, where all they kind of fall into. But um, yeah, Sarah it was finds also out. Con- oh, yeah. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: No, I was just gonna say it's also kind of convenient. It's like, oh, we had to come back. Five months after, or six months after we originally took you from the timeline, we couldn't go back to that original day. So there yeah, you go. I, I was like, oh. I, was like eh, maybe. Uh, I see what you're doing. To...
2: <laughs> it's like a lot of the things in this show is very forgivable. Just you know, for at least for me, I I, I don't really get too hung up on the the writing details, just as long as it tell a good story. Yeah, but um. I really like how Sarah reacted to um, the the news. Like she she immediately like like of course she broke down. Of course she went right back to the to um, find how to get Rip back here so she can go back in time. How did you guys like a, that scene um, where she pretty much was trying to take over the ship and telling Rip what to do to go back and save her sister?
1: I'll just um, I'll say for the record because every time I've been on scene and Nerd and any time I've just. Anytime me and Sarah have talked Arrow on our separate podcast, I've always been super negative on Katie Lots, and I still kind of am. I gave her props for half of this episode. Like, the, the parts where she's acting out about finding out Laurel's death and with her father. Like, all the scenes with her father were really good. Like, she really showed, you know, her actress forte and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, I thought they were... She she did a good job. They were really powerful, and it it kind of was touching. So yeah, good job, Katie Lots. I'm giving you a compliment this time. Uh, I'll
2: I'll say thank you on her behalf. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, a, a lot of like well acted scenes in, in this episode, especially every or especially that scene with with Sarah and her dad. And but did you think that? I mean, obviously she wasn't in her right mind because she just found out the news but this is like exactly what rip wanted to do and it ended up you know um not working out obviously that's why they ended up back in 2016 so what do you think was like sarah's kind of like game plan was just like we're just gonna try to save her just in case and what did you guys think about also um rip's like uh response to that how he like when i picked you up i looked in things like that it was like all the excuses and stuff for not to go back like it kind of do you guys feel like she kind of gave up a little easily wait what do you think about that Sarah
5: I
0: yeah I felt like she gave up a little bit too easily she just took him for his word I mean you, you kind of or at least from from my perspective I kind of took what he said the reasons he gave and the idea or the fact that if they go back then Sarah and Quentin also die right alongside Laurel. So there's really no point in going back. And, and so I took that as like, well, does that mean that Rip actually went back and tried to prevent the death or in some other timeline, he actually has gone back and tried, or does he do a scenario with Gideon where Gideon informs him that, yeah, if you go back, then this happens. I'm not really sure. So, it but I I do see the point. Like she gave up a bit too easily.
4: I think we've seen throughout the whole season that basically kind of rips motivation for this was to save his family. And whatever he did, he it just he couldn't work out. He couldn't save his family. So I think Sarah kind of like when he was telling her that And I think she kind of accepted it because she was like, all right, well, you know, we've spent this whole time trying to save your family and we didn't, we couldn't do it. And then once I think that she heard that Quentin could have died, I think that's what kind of, you know, struck her and kind of made her give up a little bit because I think of, you know, she would never want anything to happen to her father. Right. So I don't, I don't Um, really want to say that she gave up too easily. I think she kind of just rationalized it a little bit quicker
2: right because she's was in the middle of rips kind of like adventure and and doing in that right um switching gears though i thought it was interesting that they now showed um firestorms transmutation powers like have have you seen that in another episode because i don't remember no
4: I'm
2: yeah open. so like they first introduced that um they kept,
4: they kept referencing,
2: though, back to Russia. I, I don't remember that. What Explain.
0: There was an episode where they were in Russia, right? Yeah. Right?
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah
2: right. there was like right. three episodes
0: right. about that. They were in the so, GULAG. Yes. Right. So I could have sworn that Jackson, like, he was saying, well, last time we did this, we were threatened under Nazi fire or something.
1: No, that, they so, were talking about the first bomb, or the first, like, meteor, what, like, it, the episode started... Like, earlier, yeah. ...with
2: 1940-something. That, right, so That's what he was talking my,
0: about. My point, my point is that I think that they have done it before, I thought.
2: No, I don't the, know. When he was referencing they, Nazis, he was f- referring, like, earlier in the episode when he, like, uh, disintegrated a gun, essentially. Yeah.
1: Okay. But, I, don't, I
2: don't think they've it, done it before, from what I can remember. Yeah, I don't think so. And I thought it was a great power to have, but did you think it was like a little too convenient? Was it just like, we don't know how to fight him in three different ways. Let's just give Firestorm like a new thing. Did you guys find that distracting or did you think it really added to more of the backstory of you guys or for uh, Firestorm?
1: I honestly think Firestorm is powered down from the way he is in the comics. Like he's super powerful in the comics. He doesn't
2: just like throw flames left and right and that's right.
1: It. He, here he's just flying and throwing flames that don't burn anyone except for Savage. So I don't know. I just I think it's cool if they give him some more of the powers that he has in
2: the in the comics. What's I mean, like a fully to... Oh no, go ahead, Carrie.
4: I was gonna say you have to think this is basically uh, uh Jax and Stein Stein. Have it? Are they're still working out their like integration? Mojo. Yeah. So I think as the seri- like hopefully as the seasons continue on, Firestorm's powers grow more. I think that's what's going to happen. Right.
1: It'll be like a Barry Allen type thing where every season he learns like, a yeah. brand new power every couple episodes.
4: <laughs> what do you think, Patricia? I
3: want to see everybody learn something new, like. Throughout the next season, not just Firestorm. I want to see everybody grow as a character.
1: Give Sarah the freaking canary cry. I mean, she's supposed to be white canary. Why is she canary if she doesn't have the cry? That'd be cool.
2: Yeah, that'd be kind of interesting. Like, I don't know. Do they travel and meet Cisco and, like, hey, oh, here you go?
1: <laughs> well, she could just go get, yeah. Well, I guess. Oh, right. They just come back together. I care. guess
2: Fake Canary has Laurel's, like,
1: canary cry thing. So, yeah, I guess Cisco would have to make a new one. We'll see. Yeah,
2: that would be kind of fun. It's uh I was like, oh yeah, he uh he like it's more than just like character growth and show, but like also like adding new powers would be kind of fun. Because it's just more toys to play with when it comes to like action scenes like that, instead of just, you know, Ray like just shooting stuff, like Adam just like laser beaming everybody and then jack's flying around and sarah's him with stuff with a pole which yeah. is fun but it adds more tools and you know more toys to play with so and ray um, ray did
1: that this episode as well where he he used a shrink ray on the one of the bombs right
2: to the point where it's like like a like a did he explain what it does it's like down to a molecule or something like that or
1: yeah i don't know i think it's just he he has a way to like convey his powers onto other objects and He made it seem like it was the first time he was doing that, so that'll that'll hopefully play out next season as well as he'll keep messing with his tech.
2: Yeah, that'd be kind of fun to see everyone move on.
0: Did anybody find it weird that this whole season we were led to believe that it had to be either Carter, Carter or Kendra to kill Savage, and yet they weren't in any of the time periods. They weren't the ones to actually kill Savage,
2: (laughs) right? Right, yeah, like uh, they got it. Yeah. They got the the ritual knife in, but like Rip was the one that kicked him into the thing.
0: Right, and and it was and it was Rip who killed him, and one of them it was Mick and it was Sarah, right. and which I think is interesting because I feel like each one of them have another character who they've lost along the way, and they they um they believe that Savage is the cause for that, or I mean not believe but Savage is usually the one behind all of those losses so it's kind of justified for them to be the ones who's killing but at the same time i mean yeah it's kind of disappointing to see a female character leave the show but Kendra she distracted so much for me that
4: bye bye birdie i might not miss you
1: you were almost not on this podcast I would, because i would
4: actually i would have been okay with Carter staying away and Kendra I think Kendra was better without Carter. And I also think she's better without Ray. Like those scenes with her and Sarah, like fighting over, you know, you know her, like their practice fights and stuff like that. Like those were incredible scenes.
1: Kendra hasn't had a moment alone. She's like the new girl at a school. Like whenever she first showed up, she was dating Cisco and then she was like dating Carter and now she's dating Ray and now she's back with Carter. It's like, give the girl like some time to develop, her own character and herself yeah
2: Mm -hmm. maybe that kind of maybe they didn't really know how to do that and that's why she's not on the show anymore well is
0: that official Uh, is hot man and hot girl not coming back
2: that's what i was gonna ask
4: yeah i read it well i read an article and it seems pretty official she was talking about the new project she was working on and um you know she said you know obviously the door is open for future return which, actually, there are, um, in the Justice Society of America, there are there is a hawk girl and a hawk... Right. Is it
5: Hawk Man? Right.
4: Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that's a possibility. We could see new, a different version of them.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, you have... You're, we're dealing with characters who reincarnate. So, yeah. I have a feeling, like, I don't think they're gone for good or anything, but I, it's kind of... I mean, this season, in talking with Matt and Pete a lot about Legends of Tomorrow on the show, I've kind of always said that the cast is just too large. And so I think it kind of makes sense, and especially because this season is all about Savage, and we've also talked and discussed about how critical he is for their storyline. So if they defeat him... It kind of makes sense for them to not be involved with the next big bad or going off and trying to live a normal life on their own. Granted, you can always find ways to pull them in. And so I kind of feel like if they're going to introduce this whole society and play with all these other characters, that it makes sense to really cut down on your main cast and to free up some room, sort of speak.
1: What they need to do is they need to give us the Justice Society of America versions of Hawk Girl and Hawkman, like Carrie was saying. Yeah. And make it like actual Carter Hall, actual Shiara from like that that have been Hot Girl and Hawkman for on a team for years, where they're like just badasses.
2: They like both, the veterans.
1: Yeah, like the veteran version of them where they're You know, there's no drama. They're all business. And that's what I want to see.
4: Right. Right. I'd like to talk about can we just talk about, and I've said this on Twitter like 20 times this week Mick Rory and Ray Palmer are the team that I like never knew that I wanted.
1: Oh, it's the best.
4: I could, if watching, (laughs) if I could go back in time and talk to my past self and say, like, this is going to happen, my past self wouldn't believe me. Because like I would have never expected the two of them to team up and make such an awesome team.
1: Ray pulls up in that car with that ski mask on. I was <laughs> it's like,
2: <me>. yes. <laughs> he's all like, hey, it's me. It is like, <laughs> it's, it was like uh like if they had like a spinoff show where it's just those two guys just like robbing stuff. <laughs> oh yes. Like I would totally watch that. It's like even if it's a like some type of like an internet show where it's like fifteen minutes of them doing that. Like a like a what if show that'd be kind of funny, um, I but
3: d- I just love Mick. Yeah. I love his snide comments, and now he's like, "Ugh, I'm gonna barf, Ray." Let <laughs> 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 me calls, calls him haircut. But, mm. uh, but I thought that was adorable. I love that. Best new bromance
1: 2016. Yeah, I'd
2: I love think that was the that was the most. Oh well, just sorry, just to, to jump on like make real quick. Like I liked his scene where he talked to Snart. I thought I was like getting a little choked up with with the bromance going. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. thought it was great that he was so reluctant to even say it even though he went okay. through all this trouble to go back here. It's just um that little conversation spoke volumes about Mick's character, you know, growth throughout the entire season.
0: And know? also where he's going. I mean, to go back to exactly. your fir- first point with Rex Taylor saying specifically it was Mick who sent him. Like this se- this future season, we're going to see Mick step up and now that he's accepted this idea of being a hero for his friend, he's gonna. We're gonna see him try to become his own hero,
2: which is interesting. Right? Yeah, and take
0: Nick on. Nick was
4: one of those characters that I never liked. Like he kind of scared me. Like I was. Me like, too. And Way I ended up falling in love with him. Mm-hmm. Not like that, but do you know what I mean? Like it's amazing what they did for him on the
1: show the other day i went back and watched like his first actual appearance as heat wave on the flash and it's it's like night and day yeah yeah he's so one-dimensional back then
2: i remember our discussion this whole season about it was like you know mick like he's just gonna be that guy in the background like punching stuff and he's like yeah Mm -hmm. i'm just here to be bad and stuff like that and make some money and then like, they made him be Kronos. They added this whole backstory behind him. They gave him a little sense of honor when, unfortunately, when, you know, Snart was like died. And it's, but it's created this whole new character that I think everybody's a big fan of now. Instead of a guy who's passive, now he's a little more active. And at least that's what we're hoping when Rex calls him out and said, hey, you're the one that sent me back here. So I'm, I'm mostly looking forward to Mixed Character in season two. Are there any like specific, characters you guys are more invested in going into the second season uh sarah we'll start with you
0: not really outside of mick and i'm just curious about the new characters that are going to come with this whole idea of the justice society of america so i'm i'm more intrigued about the questions that this finale has left us with than this the stories that are currently at play that we know is moving forward. If that makes sense.
2: Right. 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 Um, uh, Carrie, did you want to jump in on that?
4: Um, I'm a little nervous about season two because I'm not sure exactly who we're going to get, who we're going to be able to get for justice society characters. Like, I, you know what I mean? I want a couple good ones, not too many. I would say three. I'll go with three.
2: Um, right. I mean, that three left the show kind of, yeah. you know, Snart and then the Hawks. <laughs>
4: um, I'm just worried that because of the whole, you know, movie universe that we're going to get, like, you know, the kind of.
2: Is there a current team member, though, that you're looking forward to seeing in two, like. Or you're just kind of like interested to see what how it's gonna all play out for all yeah, of Yeah,
4: I'm interested to see how it's gonna play out. I'm interested, obviously, in McRory because like I'm his number one fan right now. Um, and I'm about to buy
2: some Yo Play yogurt. You know what I'm saying? I'm such a fan of him too. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and I'm interested in how are they? You know what I mean? What is this problem that? Uh, our man was sent back in time to find them for like what is this mysterious problem what is this big villain that's coming up and um you know like they have to it's their job to protect the timeline now like that's gonna be messy
2: right yeah they're taking upon themselves
0: carrie who's a bigger villain than vandal savage like on the same tier as Vandal Savage in terms of the whole DC universe, but a little bit bigger because the producers have already spoke about how the next villain is going to blow our minds about who it is. So
4: I honestly have been kind of looking through things and I I've no idea. I don't know. Right. Right. right.
2: Um yeah, like I I don't really know a lot of, like, DC villains that are of the same magnitude that can fit in the show, but, um, I know it's gonna be fun no matter who, especially if they're, if the writers is really exciting about, you know, it's gonna be bigger than even Savage, and I'm like, well, he was an immortal that was time-traveling, so that's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, uh, what did Jack say? He said, um, this is the craziest of villain plans, like, ever, or something like that. Right. Yeah, I thought that was so funny, um. But, uh, yeah, while wrapping things up, though, is there anything else you guys wanted to discuss? Like, Everett, did you want to jump in about who you're excited for going in, or or Patricia?
1: Yeah, I'm excited for uh, Ray Palmer, of course, and I love the Mick and Ray bromance, and I want to see, like, more of them. Um, It'll be interesting what they do with Sarah now that, you know, Laurel's dead, how she, if she kind of changes her perspective on life. And I don't know, like the whole, the whole Stein and Jax thing, like, I'm not sure a whole lot of, of what they'll do with them, but it'll be interesting to see what Rip's motivation is. Cause I know they were saying, you know, we've got to go through time and, and solve shit, but like, he's not going to be driven by his family anymore. So I wonder what they're going to do with him. So I guess I'm, I'm interested in that. And like, like I said, I'd like to see Alan Scott or some other. Justice Society numbers show up as well.
2: Yeah. It sounds like we're all pretty excited about what season two has to hold, no matter if you're following just one character or many. Um, Patricia, since like, this is your first kind of show into the like DC TV universe. Um, where do you kind of, where are some of your expectations for season two um, as like a new fan or are you kind of trying to go in blind or something like that? Well,
3: uh... Honestly, I hope I can get caught up on Arrow and The Flash so that way I know more of what's going on because coming into Legends of Tomorrow with nothing, I mean, it was nice to know that I didn't know anything. I don't know the backstory, so it was interesting. But at the same time, when other people are like, oh, well, this happened to her and da-da-da-da-da, blah, 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 I'm like, so lost. And I'm like, okay, well, that adds a lot. Like, Laurel, like, I had a friend who explained to me that you know, right now Laurel did just die and blah, blah, blah in Arrow. And I was like, oh, uh, okay. Well, I didn't know that, (laughs) but cool. You just spoiled it. Um, so it, it's been really interesting to dive into this world. Um, I hope to learn more. And in the next season, I hope to learn more about the characters like, um, that cross over to each show and, I don't know if I'm going to go into the next season blind or not. I also, since you guys were speaking about the villains, in my head, I thought it would be really cool. Like, I know Sarah, probably this won't happen, but maybe Sarah gets really pissed off at Rip and isn't accepted the fact that she can't save her sister. And she uses some of the knowledge that she has from being on the Legends of Tomorrow team. And comes back and she's the villain or something, or like one of the other okay. team members that have been on the show use stuff against the team to sort of destroy them because they get really mad. I don't
4: know. One more thing before we end Legend's talk. I actually may have just found the villain. Uh, you guys can look it up later. It's more Drew. M O R D R U. He is the Lord of Chaos.
1: So, yeah, I'm son,
4: I have he's, just uh, made a
1: prediction.
4: Um, oh, Drew. I... <laughs> if you go, if you go and look up, look him up, you'll find some interesting facts that I think. I think this could be him.
0: Can you list some of those interesting facts? Because I'm very intrigued right now.
1: Seriously, so uh, Google shit. I'm, just, I'm too he, lazy
0: to Google. He, on. he, gonna... he
4: existed. Before the universe had fully formed, and you will continue long after the last star has burnt out.
1: Damn, Uh, sounds like they need Oliver Queen's help for that.
4: He's attacked the Justice League, the Justice Society, the Legion of Superheroes. Um,
2: So he's taken on teams, not just... He's one of the most powerful...
4: He's one of the most powerful beings in the universe. Uh, He has some... he magic. Does he have a gauntlet
2: with five gems on it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah.
4: He has use of magic, technology of other worlds. He's built an empire that covered half the galaxy. Um... Interesting.
3: Well, damn. Question. That's pretty bad. Yeah. If they, if they have this guy in the next season, what's going to be in season three? Yeah. Puppies. Uh, p- puppies. <laughs>
2: The conquer uh, 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 I would definitely to
4: anyone listening, I would look up look up this guy because he is hard core.
0: But not as hardcore as pandas next season. Season four.
2: Pandas the <laughs> best. Pan- season four is just like a race of just like kung fu pandas. Yeah. Well,
0: I mean we have Gorilla Grod, why can't we have Panda Panda
2: land? <laughs> Panda Pod. And a pod. <laughs> that would make sense. So, yeah. So, it would. Um, yeah. so that's going to end our Legend of Tomorrow talk. Um, I think we all have some homework after this discussion, uh, thinking about uh, some possibilities for the Big baddie in season two. Uh, whether it's your first hiatus. show or many. Well, what's up?
0: That? That's why we have hiatuses to do homework. Yeah,
2: to do homework. Yes. As Pete says, uh, we, we, we all got to do our homework. Um, So if this is your first show or if this is your, you know, if if you've been a longtime fan of the um, DC TV universe on CW, it's uh, this was a product of it, you know, essentially. And um, we should all be uh, not we should all, but I hope everyone's pretty happy um, with their first outing for this show, because it seems like there's a lot of crazier things that are going on. Speaking of crazy things going on, Segway uh the flash this week was pretty nuts yeah pretty good right Isn't that... no, it, not it was with good
0: no no it was a great segue <laughs> i think the segue was on par with the episode
2: nice uh i i hope so because it was pretty crazy uh we had a surprise at the end of the sh- uh, at the end of the episode this week so i think we're gonna save that for a little later but um we also had a, not a surprise because everyone knew but uh, how fun was it seeing uh, Katie Cassidy as as a villain? Um, I thought she was pretty great. Um, let you guys discuss about that. And it was
4: absolutely amazing. But Ray right? wasn't still, she awesome? Uh, she, I am she, so one hundred percent behind her coming back next season. Like, ah, uh, like I can't. My joy, it's overwhelming.
2: I thought she I think... uh, scowling was 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 pretty good on there.
0: Right. I mean, she she makes <laughs> it was a joke, guys. It was a joke. You gotta laugh at Matt. Uh, my mute... like... it's it's unmuted, right?
2: No, you're I'm good. We hear you stare back. loud and clear. What did you think All about right. uh, black right. siren?
0: I thought that Katie Cassidy makes a much better villain than a hero, in my opinion. So she just works in this whole area, and I'm glad that they didn't kill her. I didn't they it's clear set up that she'll come back in future episodes because they even have that line. Like, do we tell Quentin, do we tell Sarah about her? And no, we don't. But so that's going to open up something in the end. But yeah, I thought, I thought she worked really well. I thought she was underused though. I don't know about everybody else, but I was under the impression that we'd see a lot more of her. And she was very much just in a few scenes. She was, I, I felt she was kind of underutilized.
2: I kind of like how they, they didn't really overexpose her too much, you know? Right. It's like, um, because, I don't know, I, I would be like, oh, it's just Laurel, evil Laura, L- Laurel, but like, she's really not. She's a completely different character, like, um, you know, when they shut the door on her at the end. Right. She was like, like oh, that's not even Laurel anyway, so whatever. And uh, I, I thought it was great how they treated her as like a like another villain of the week kind of thing. So they didn't really get a lot of exposure to it. But there was also a lot of stuff going on, too. Um, Well, she,
0: I mean, going into the episode, the episode is called Invincible, right? And I didn't realize that they were going to, we were going to see Barry fully embrace his powers after being in the Speed Force. So he gets this idea in him that he is invincible. And then to bring in Laurel's doppelganger... And that death represents the mortality of these heroes in this universe. So it it's really makes sense to have her on. And I really did appreciate the how they wrote, wrote her in this episode specifically to go along with that overall theme.
1: Yeah. No, did I, I just like...
0: drop the mic right there?
1: Yeah. No, yeah. I, like, I, I like that. I, di- I didn't really make the
2: connection. Yeah, I didn't either. That's... Damn, I'm Curtis right now. <laughs> second time of the day, taking my breath away. You get the gold star on your cubbyhole hole today. So Yay! nice. <laughs> um I don't even know what to go over there. So, let's just kind of shift gears. Um Wally has been kind of you know, feeling this sense of, you know, um, obligation to help people around him and, and and do well, you know, and by by the by the flash. Who he knows now is is Barry, kind of, but not really. Um, yeah. What did you guys think of, like, Wally kind of melding into this, like, almost like a hero type of uh, mentality? Uh, Everett, what did you think of that?
1: Oh, my God. I laughed hysterically when he hit Laurel with his car. Yeah. That was the best. The best. is best. seriously one of my favorite, like, I need a gif of that. Someone send me a gif of it's that it. every it's day. It oh shit it's so damn funny but yeah wally's whole like arc that episode was really good and i I loved that the whole like you know buries the flash reveal to him and just kind of his reaction and it it just worked so damn well so yeah i like that
3: is that how laurel
1: died no she she got hit by a car
0: (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) no i mean Granted, I mean, I really wanted Black Siren to sort of die or get hurt or defeated in the similar way that she did on Arrow, because that would be really interesting,
2: especially if fun way to repeat itself. Yeah,
0: I mean, we know on Earth too, Robert Queen is Green Arrow, so it would have been interesting. It could have happened, but it didn't. That's why they saved her.
5: Everyone,
1: we need Robert Queen.
4: We mean a robot queen. Ready. So, well Oh uh, I'm sorry. I, no
2: no 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 go ahead, Gary.
4: Isn't um I, I'm Earth two is collapsing on itself, so I mean maybe we're gonna get some Earth two refugees over here and maybe Robert Queen comes over. Exactly.
2: Well you just saw the future though. Is it they they didn't really know if it's happening like currently. Although that crazy like machine thing that they used to like defeat all the metahumans like was like did that split a hole in earth too also because it was like like i don't vibrating so ridiculously like in tune with them i i don't know um (laughs) but before we jump into that though i wanted i wanted your guys thoughts on barry's um kind of like uh persistent positivity in throughout the episode and um his experience in the speed force kind of left him with uh renewed confidence in his powers and how he's like we don't need luck anymore joe we we got the universe on our side and it's like uh it seemed to be like a grading on the team around them because uh one that's kind of annoying especially in a crisis mode um because uh you know they were kind of saying how it's like oh he doesn't really think of the consequences and that's how you know shit goes down um What did you guys think about Barry's kind of uh, positivity throughout the episode? And did you think that the characters could have handled it better? Or do you think they even talked to him about it at all? Like, uh, I guess uh, uh, Carrie, we'll start with you with that question.
4: Being overly confident in a situation like that always ends in trouble. So... I knew something bad was going to happen as soon as he started being all like happy and peppy and w- the speed Force forces with us. Like it was just a little bit too much. And I think each character, uh, kind of tried to, you know, say, but you know, kind of tell him that, you know, it might not work out that way. I think everyone did a good job of trying to get him, you know, out of that state of mind, but he was just convinced because of what he had seen in the Speed Force, that universe is with him. But uh,
1: it's not. Were, people were beating him down from his his high point. Like I didn't have. Like I get what they were trying to do. And correct me if I'm wrong, Carrie. Isn't the Flash like the member of the Justice League that is always like the positive, like hopeful one?
4: He is. Yeah. And, but... Uh,
1: Right, and I kind of liked that they, like, we've had emo Barry throughout this whole season for so long, and it's nice to just see a positive Barry for once. But this once. was,
4: like, Stepford Wife Barry. Like, he was like, the Speed Force is with us. Everything is fine.
1: But we, yes. but we don't know the extent of, like, the connection, really, that he had. Like, we saw kind of what he got yeah. in the previous episode, but we don't know, like, the how he feels anymore and whether it's blinding him or not who knows but I just I feel like people were I feel like it was unfair of them to just like knock him down a peg whenever he was the only one you know trying to be positive and yeah you know,
2: and like he, oh sorry sorry I didn't mean to cut you off go ahead
1: no I was just gonna say he you know he and his freaking something happens at the end we'll get into it once we get into it but that definitely knocks him down off his high horse and you know coming off the back of iris and joe and everyone telling him to to not have that that light around him you know just hope yeah that hope it kind of sucks and he's lost it now so
2: whatever i thought that they were so quick to huddle up and say hey someone should talk about barry like being really positive after this crazy experience of coming back to life (laughs) you know like i think um jesse said uh you know, he did kind of just wake me up from a coma. So, you know, <laughs> someone could be chipper, you know, after that. <laughs> I think they're allowed to be like that. And, you know, I'm, I'm with you. Every I was not really bothered too much by the amount of, like, we got to do this together. We can solve this problem. And I'm like, oh, great. This is how maybe not Barry's going to sound like this every time, to- every episode right. now, which is right. kind of annoying. But it's nice that he's like, you know what, guys? Like, there's going to be stuff that's going to shit's going to go down, but we're going to be ready if we all like work together. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's kind of nice. So um, it seemed like they were so quick to be like, no, we have to, we have I mean, to always be afraid, you know? We got and, that.
1: We got just to get in before we change topics. Like, we got that really awesome scene between Barry and Zoom. Oh, yeah, of course. When Barry's, like, super confident and hopeful. And I love that scene, like, just because of it. Like, I like how confident he is with Zoom. Can we um... get into
0: that scene a little bit? Because Zoom says some very interesting things. Yeah. That I don't know if... uh, Have you all, like, sort of thought of Barry and Zoom as counterparts or even doppelgangers of one another i mean for what they represent and that they are on the same path almost and how does zoom put it i forget he like almost says like they're two of the same
2: like uh you are me just in a yeah different choices yeah like right well because you know the the whole with that speech in the building as well or you know in um uh the police department and then, you know, later at the end it's just like, you are me. You're gonna find out that I that we are the same person and I'm like I never really thought of it that way. I thought they're just both really fast dudes and one guy's bad and one's not. Right. Right.
0: I mean Teddy- they do oh. Yeah. Go ahead. I right. was just
4: gonna say Teddy Sears is like so amazing and so good and I don't think he's gotten enough credit for this season because I mean playing Two different sides like that is you know to nail you know first he's he's a good guy you think and then the next thing you know he's the most evil person in the universe like that's incredible to go back and forth like that
2: yeah he said in his speech like oh man playing jake eric is the hero that was so tiring i'm like yeah it kind of shows because you are totally nailing this like super bad guy role yeah um he's quickly turned into, like, my favorite character on the show because really? I just love everything that comes out of his mouth. He's, like, he's just, like, taunting Barry, he's pissing Barry off, you know, knocking him down, and then, like, you know.
4: In some ways, they're mirror images of each other, sort of. I
2: I never me, realized that until now, for sure.
4: It's, I mean, you think about Barry watched his mother, you know, be murdered. And... yeah. You know, Zoom watched his mother die and I don't know, it was just like, it kind of shows like what, like the people in your life, like, you know, like Barry had Joe and Iris, but Zoom was sent off to like a foster family and a, in a horrible foster home, et cetera, et cetera. And it just kind of shows that like, you know, we may be on these paths of life, but it's the people around us that are actually influencing us
2: the most, or yeah, right. like it, it's a big part of who we become and uh, what we believe in is the people around us, and whether it's positive or maybe we are by ourselves, maybe we do have negative thoughts. That's that kind of influences us to go some of our more of a darker path. But I well, thought it was just yeah.
0: Go ahead, up?
2: Matt. Sorry. Uh, no, I was just gonna say I I just thought it was interesting that um th- uh this it was just this time that uh jay or sorry um zoom what's call him zoom because not jay he's zoom uh brought that up how they're both like i'm gonna force you to believe that we're the same person we're parallel worlds you and i and you're destined to be dark or whatever like that or i just uh i i just thought it was interesting that like it never occurred to me until like this this episode that they were very very similar in that sense just with some minor choices
0: Right, which makes you think, like, the writers purposely wanted to broadcast that point right before the finale. Because to go back to what Carrie was saying before, and how they both witnessed their mothers dying and being murdered right in front of them, right? Now, in the previous episode, Runaway Dinosaur, Barry found closure with that event in his life. And he made peace with it, almost. Running unburdened, I guess. Zoom has it, which makes me think something's going to happen during this race in the final episode. And and remember, actually, actually to go back real quick, the, during that initial, I think it was called versus Zoom episode, Barry almost defeats him or gets him in a vulnerable space by bringing up his family and his mom and his dad with those images. Remember. Right. So yeah. I wonder if that's going to come into play again in this final race, to show and to recognize how Zoom, he's a villain and he's running running with this burden and he's running from something that happened to him that he can't change. While Barry Barry's free from that.
1: Well, the biggest because
0: of everything he's been through.
1: The biggest difference between the two of them is that Jay Hunter Zola got put in like a mental institution for his life basically
4: What was that last name again
1: J Hunter's all zoom.
4: Okay Yeah um, it was Solomon
1: No it's it's J Hunter's all zoom because we can't decide <laughs> on a name so I just mashed them all together But yeah so we see like that scene of him like wearing like the Hannibal Lecter get up and kind of getting electroshock therapy or whatever as he's as the arc reactor explodes or whatever the hell it's called. And I'm getting tired now. But anyways like that's the big difference is that Jay actually went crazy, whereas Barry had Joe and Iris. Like Jay didn't have anyone. He went to a freaking institution after his parents died.
2: Right, and that that's what made all the difference was the people right. around him supporting him.
4: I have a question.
2: C yes Go for it. Uh, okay. Hand in the back, yes.
4: What is Zoom's hmm. big plan? We see in the beginning of the sh- of this episode that Black Siren was brought here to kind of break down a bunch of buildings.
1: Honestly, what,
4: what do you guys make, think
0: of, to make a racetrack?
4: What do you guys think is in that? She was working on something in that lab. What was in that lab, and why does Zoom want it?
0: Hmm. Oh, now you're bringing in the doctor
1: because right. I'm like
4: Black Siren was in the lab. <laughs> To Dr. Who, who I call Sally.
2: Dr. Sally,
1: yes. Right, Sally. <laughs> I just... Who was
0: hitting on Henry, by the way. Which oh, man. I was about so, to
1: ship them. You,
0: you well, guys... they were on a show together. Yeah, right. thank you.
1: But I was about to ship them in this show. Like, that was a really good good pair. You were
4: about to ship John Wesley's ship with in, them? In, uh, the, in, the uh, 90s, uh, in the 90s uh, version of The Flash, they were together.
2: Yeah. They were the
4: Barry oh, yeah, and I Iris. That. I of the olden days.
0: Old Barry and Iris.
2: Got a little glimpse of that, yeah. It, it, instant chemistry, so I, I totally believe it. I was like, oh, psh, these guys but are going to make that pretty soon.
0: To go to back to Carrie's original question about what Zoom plan is, I don't know what she was working on in the lab, but I do believe Black Siren was knocking down buildings to set up a racetrack for this race. And I believe, yeah, I know, that's ridiculous, but... On top of that, I do believe, because in the promo, there's that scene between Zoom and Barry, and he's like, just do it, just kill me, end me. So he's going to
4: the,
0: Zoom's taking it to this um, very tropish place with this idea that, well, maybe I can't beat Barry necessarily, but I can make him fully understand that he is just like me, that we are one of the same. So if he kills me, he proves my point. So he wants to push Barry that far, and I mean, killing Henry Allen, which we'll get to, kind of helps motivate that a little Spoiler, bit.
1: Spoilers, sir. where
0: so, well, this is a reaction <laughs> show, like are like,
2: spoilers, See, Patricia? I, I watched like everything up to the five minute, like before yeah. it ended. So.
1: God, we no, all stopped nice. right at the happy dinner scene, sir. Okay. I
2: texted
0: everyone. So, to do FYI, Henry Allen dead. Dead. Bye bye. Oh,
2: my God. D-D-D. Dead, dead. D-D-D. But don't worry. I, I just love how that whole scene kind of set up the coolest, like, fucking, like, thing you could ever say on television. It's like, what are you up to? No good. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's like, you know, the sunglasses come down frame over his eyes, you know, thug life. Yeah. You know,
0: like... <laughs> Teddy is um, serious, just like Katie Cassidy. Perfect villain. They don't need right? to be heroes, though. Oh. They're very boring heroes, <laughs>
2: I'm sad she kind of like got locked up because I, I like the uh, Zoom and uh, Black Siren kind of thing. I yeah. think they would pull villainous duo. So um. they make
4: um, I'm sense calling then, it right now, yeah. guys. There is a master plan that Zoom is working on, and it is not a racetrack. So I'm okay, calling what it is right it?
0: now. What is it?
4: I don't know, but he specifically wanted her to knock down that lab for some reason. There's something in that lab that Sally, who's not her real name... It's Tina. No, that's her real name. The Tina, lady. lady. We'll call her Sally.
2: Science lady. Dr. I
4: Science feel like we're
0: lady. going in a circle, Carrie. Going in a All
4: circle. Right, I'm sorry. Dr. Science <laughs> that's lady what was doing. working on something really important. And whatever she was working on, Zoom wants it. And that's why. Because remember, he's having that conversation with Black Siren, and she's like, what's your plan? And he's like, just keep knocking down buildings to distract them.
1: Because yeah. it seems random. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're gonna go into a building digits. and there's gonna be a giant hole in the ground and ninjas pop out. That's what's gonna happen.
2: <laughs> the wave rider or the whatever it's called is gonna come out. And that's the, the introduction. And then, and then old the...
1: Oliver Queen shows up.
2: <laughs> just like all the all, all the everything's just come out uh, yeah. of the woodwork. Just like it doesn't matter what earth it's on or what time, just Vandal, Savage. Vandal Savage is behind it all.
4: I
1: think all we three of give them. our I
4: think we should give our Iron Mask <laughs> Man predictions.
1: It's Henry Allen. Is it?
4: Is it? It's, J, it's Henry Allen is Jake. It's
1: Jay Garrick. Yeah.
2: It's another okay. Jake.
1: It, it's, it's John Wesley ship playing Jay, Jay
4: Garrick. Garrick. See, I'm torn into, I either think it's Jay Garrick as Teddy Sears or Jay Garrick as John Wesley ship.
1: But man, if it's Iris, I totally called it. A long if time it's ago.
4: Teddy, yeah. If it's Iris, <laughs> Everett called it.
0: If it's Teddy (laughs) Sears, I may quit the show because that's so stupid. (laughs) He does not need to be another character. And I I don't know if it's... I'm sort of moving away from the Henry Allen just because physically, I don't know if that's him. Like, John Wesley's ship is a big guy and that character, I mean, going back to Pete's theory... I could. I'm more on board with it being another version of Barry Allen than anything else. I mean, physically they do look the same, or even Eobard Thawne. But John Wesley Ship, I just don't feel like that's the right build.
1: Maybe he drank yeah. less milk in Earth too.
0: <laughs> well, he he has been, you know, he has been locked in the cage. Patricia, so.
4: just randomly throw out a name for who you think is in the Iron Mask
0: leonardo um, DiCaprio. that's exactly <laughs> you just read my mind <laughs> I'm so okay
1: sorry. i actually like i still like sarah's original idea that if it was like eddie, eddie like, yeah, I, yeah like he's such so a that good would, a, he's a good actor i'd like that to see, would kind of like, throw
4: a little wrench in the iris and barry situation exactly and i exactly. i kind
1: of like that i like that
0: and and he's and he's a hero on that earth too yeah. When when we met him, he wasn't necessarily a bad guy. I'm not saying that,
4: but his was...
1: name's Jay Garrick.
4: I kind of wanted to be Jay yeah. Garrick as Teddy Sears, just like <laughs> because there are so many I'm, Jay Garricks. I'm gonna cry.
2: Just leave it. Just say like, fuck you, y'all. Just like there's another one.
1: And then <laughs> Teddy Sears shows up, and his name's Eddie Thon. Oh <laughs> shit! We wrote it.
2: We've just already all wrote the it. confusion. Why?
0: Yep. Why? Just why? Why? Teddy or as Matt would say that. why not. Cuz why not,
1: shows up guys? Cyrus
2: West. What?
0: That's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> this is why Everett does not write the show. <laughs> no,
2: kidding. that's why you should write the show cuz I love that. <laughs> right. But it also Do you guys is... think that um whoever it is in the Iron Mask like he's going to be like the catalyst for what um uh Cisco saw in his vibe where um earth two is kind of like splitting apart or is it um like unrelated like what do you think causes that kind of like end of days kind of thing on earth two? Um, we'll uh me, me me uh, me we'll Ew. start with uh carrie <laughs> oh thank you um <laughs> nice.
4: it's it's whatever that si- that science lady's working on
2: oh like, i'm telling you there's something me, there me. Me, 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 me. Um, I'm gonna
1: pick
2: uh, every. What, what did you think about that?
1: <laughs> it's gonna be the same thing that blows up Supergirl's
2: world. Oh shit! Oh, fool. me, 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 <laughs> me, me. me. <laughs> Patricia. Have you, uh, quick ideas about what do you think that might be? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Sarah, yes. <laughs> I hate you all. No. Uh. So.
0: Okay. So. Hunter, like, now I'm, like, trying to get the names right. He killed, he killed, z- yeah, Zalazum, yep. Yeah. Zalazum killed his time remnant, right?
1: His twin, yeah. Everybody agrees. Yes. No, not his twin. time remnant. Oh, time
0: remnant. His time remnant. Get it. Who's ever in the Iron Mask the is Barry Allen from that timeline that he that he took his own time remnant from so so they're all they're linked to the same time remnant or timeline they're both time remnants from that original timeline that zoom just screwed up and completely ruined and so the event this event at the finale you have like earth two completely collapsing on itself because of what Zoom has done to these timelines that have are involved in Earth 2, and he's completely screwed them up. So he's causing this crisis to occur.
1: Damn. Somebody tweet me with how many times Sarah just said time, because.
2: I think it's uh, time for me to refer to uh, 12 <laughs> monkeys, because yeah. my head hurts. <laughs> it's
1: more time in The Flash than in Legends of Tomorrow.
2: You're welcome. Is I that think the that's end of the valid- show? point. I mean like um it would be really hard to <laughs> explain that to the audience. Right. But, you know, fine. Why not? <laughs> That's my phrase. Why not? Um any other theories, guys? Are we just going to like say no? Sarah called it before, so I'm pretty sure she's right this time.
4: Really? Cuz I'm going to be right. Boom.
1: We're going to see at the very the very last scene of the season is going to be Wally like Time is gonna slow down for him, and we're gonna see like him like just starting to use his powers. Either that, or it's gonna Does be like. Does he have powers? I think so. Like I think Wally's got a little bit different powers than Barry, just a little tiny bit. I think.
0: I think he needs to get struck by lightning first.
1: Well, he kind of. Well, he got like freaking reactored, whatever the radiation. But anyways, we'll see like a size. So. Right, he hit hit Laurel the car. I mean, that's <laughs> I a super say, power. Power <laughs>
0: Wally is really like the comeback kid this season because initially I wasn't on board with his character God, until so these much. last few episodes when they they left behind the whole West family drama and really just included him as being someone who's trying to find his place in the world, which is very relatable.
1: Oh, you know what I want to see? I want to see Jesse Quick go on Legends tomorrow as their speedster.
4: Ooh,
2: that would she, be the best. Um,
4: idea. Ac- no, wait a minute. I couldn't. I may have made that up in my head. Can I, let's just not talk about what I was going to say. <laughs>
2: okay.
4: Uh, there, there's a female speedster on the Justice Society of America. I just don't want to say like what her name is because I don't know. Right. But there is a female speedster.
2: I mean, they don't have. They're not beholden to the you know the the comic book series so like maybe they'll just throw her in there as like for fun she'd be a good fit there i think i like jesse too she was more like just the girl in the background for a long time and then she like you know when she came back from opal city she's like oh yeah i, I am i got five phds or whatever it is I'm she's witty as smart. hell like her and cisco's interactions yeah. are fun can we also talk about like be growing like uh what's it called um like harry just like being just hella funny out of nowhere like right isn't that great yeah. like his uh his whole thing with with cisco they're going back and forth and he's like higher higher frequency
1: <laughs> right <I laughs> think oh that's man great. we almost we almost forgot to talk about cisco vibe and vibe blast and laurel too
2: yeah so that he, was awesome. now, yeah. This is also kind of parallel with like what happened in Legends where people are like, discovering like new powers, you know? So, mm-hmm. do you think uh oh, of course they're going to explore that in, this, in in the second or sorry, not second season, one crazy. The third season, but do you think like they're going to push that forward and have Cisco use some of that new found powers in the finale? Maybe. Uh, uh Everett thoughts? Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe. I mean, who
1: knows? We'll see. <laughs> <Great> answer, <Sarah. laughs> uh, he's I tired don't know. no but I mean I, like I'm not sure how I'm not sure what they're going to do with Cisco like I feel like right now in my mind all I'm thinking the finale is going to be is going to be very Barry and zoom focus and and I'm as not right and as it should be but I, I mean I know they're going to sprinkle in other character arcs I just don't know what those are going to be yet I know I can like guess on Wally's I can guess on Jesse's just because, you know, but I I haven't really thought about Cisco's.
0: Well, Cisco has to embrace his powers. Like, and we saw a little bit about that. And that's how he was able to do that in that moment. That in fear, (laughs) Just utter fear and adrenaline. But at the same time, I mean, we've really seen Cisco who learns at the beginning of the season that he has this ability and it scares him. I mean, he gave that infamous Anakin Skywalker analogy speech that was hilarious and at the same time, very heartwarming. So I think in the finale, something's going to happen. That's going to allow him to get involved more actively and really embrace it. And I thought it was kind of cool to see both Caitlin and Cisco dress up as their doppelgangers. Um, because they're embracing their quote-unquote dark sides, but they're also just this idea of this... I could be this person, but in a different way. Right. And I could really own this power that's inside me. I mean, granted, we we don't really know... I mean, Zoom believes there's darkness in Caitlyn, and I don't know if the darkness is also just, like, ice in general. But I just want her to be Killer Frost. I just... Please, yeah. please, please, please. Before please, we wrap
4: up the fr- before we wrap up the flash, um, let us pick one superpower that we would want to have, and I would like to start with Patricia. She's gravity. God. Gravity.
1: Okay. What,
3: what is gravity?
1: Gravity. Explain, Patricia. <laughs> I would
3: like <laughs> to have the superpower of gravity. You know, I mean, you could. Like, if you got mad at someone, you could just force all the gravity on them and leave them there forever. You could take away gravity and float crap around, and you could create black holes, and you could manipulate gravity to be able to allow yourself to fly.
4: But, yeah. And I'm officially terrified.
2: <laughs> Damn, that is, like, the best That's, answer. <laughs> like, yeah. so many possibilities that was... with that.
3: Yeah. Wow. My stepbrother and I had a very long discussion whether we would want um, power to move stuff or telepathy. Is that what you – power to move stuff with your mind? Yeah, Yeah. telekinesis. Yeah, telekinesis, Whatever, whichever one that one is. And he was like, well, it's sort of like having gravity, right? And I was like, yep, that's it. That's right there. Yep, that's mine. Dibs. The
0: Gravitron. Sorry. We actually
1: have –
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we actually had a, a carnival ride called the Gravitron, and it made me sick. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know, I hate that ride. It's a
0: stupid ride, but that the cool one that, like name.
2: Spins around like super fast, or yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: and then it, it, there is no gravity. Yep. But... I
4: I have a long list of powers that I wish to um, you know, get. I actually, I'm not kidding. I do have a long list of powers, but my number one pick, if I had to pick one right now, would be telekinesis because I'm kind of. You know that would be awesome to just be like, "Coffee, thank you." In my hand.
2: You're right. talking I, like, um, like Professor X kind of like.
4: Yeah, or like. Or, or like her. Scarlet
2: Witch, where she has like a Scarlet manipulation Witch. of energy. Real yes. manipulation. Yeah. You know, That's obviously,
4: cool. I, 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 it's partly because I'm a slightly lazy, but that would be my first pick because it'd be like, "Oh, pen on the side of the room. Come to me now. Thank you."
1: Yeah. Uh, I did a whole podcast on superpowers and which one I'd want to want. It's called No Lives Remaining. But anyways, I'll, I'll pick one that's not in that, which Sarah knows that I would pick because she's called me it a million times. I want Kilgrave's powers.
2: What? Like what? Like whose powers?
1: Kilgrave from Jessica Killgrave. Jones.
2: Oh, s- dude, that's like super evil, dude. Creeper. Uh, yeah. Creeper.
1: Have you not talked to me, Matt? I'm super evil. Dude.
2: Creeper. Oh man.
3: I would
1: be like, as far away from you as
2: possible. <laughs> you, have yeah, you oh, would
0: live in a. You would. I mean, you would live in Alaska, right? First yeah. place
1: I would take over would be Alaska.
0: <laughs> you don't believe it's a real place, sir. So there.
1: Oh, I'll make. I'll make myself believe. If All I right, kids. <laughs> Sarah. What is your superpower?
4: The OPEC right now.
0: I don't know.
4: <laughs> okay, Matt.
1: The power of not knowing. Boom. Nailed
4: it! <laughs> I already have
0: that nailed down. It's not the power; it's a gift. <laughs> She's
1: Sarah,
0: a just, free.
4: Sarah, I'm granting you a power. Pick one.
2: Well, I'm super hacking. <laughs> the effort. power of Felicity. Well,
4: I, you
1: know, power to I power to morph into Emily Black frames.
0: Pretty much, like <laughs> if I could, if I could be or have any power, it would be that gift to just swap lives with Emily Bett Rickards. Just swap lives, you know.
4: Okay.
0: Matt Forever. Cool.
5: Does
1: that me, mean you still um, know me though, sir? Because
0: Nope.
1: I would Nope.
0: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> you nope. It's <laughs> Matt's turn, it, Brett. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. I think I would have the power to just, like kind of like uh, Sunny with a chance of meatballs, I just make food. Like, out of nowhere. (laughs) Oh! That'd be be so cool. Because, like, and I'm not restricted by, like, the actual size and proportion. So, I can make, like, a giant, like, hamburger just fall from the sky and just squish somebody. I think that'd be pretty fun.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think you'd, like, touch a car and it would turn into, like, a giant car-shaped meatloaf and just take a... Oh, so change
2: matter into food? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's even better. That'd be awesome. Because that would be even funny. Well, but I'm restricted to me touching something. If I can just make it... (laughs) Well, it's, yeah, will. Right.
1: it'd
2: be a will thing. It'd be a will thing. Oh, that's so yeah. cool. Yeah. Ah, damn. Okay. All right. I'm behind that then. Right, <laughs> some... We've, right. gone, hey, we've gone way Sports off topic.
4: Well, no, I just wanted to kind of <laughs> end the flash talk on something that we could right. all kind of. But yeah, let's let's move on to Arrow. Yeah. I've I like how no
2: just... one picks super speed. I think that was funny. Uh, <laughs>
4: I've, I've, I've officially is... just announced myself as co-host. <laughs>
2: right if we pick super
1: speed we have to deal with the speed force and seeing our dead moms oh god terrible apparently you have to
2: have like a dead mom to be a speedster so sad no that's just a superhero in general
0: martha
2: martha Martha. (laughs) nailed it uh so yeah that's gonna flash talk (laughs) with martha uh you know, there's a lot of question marks going into the finale. And, um, you know, what's zoom up to, uh, you know, like it, who's in the Iron Mask still. That's a big tease throughout the whole season. Um, so we're just going to have to have fun and find out next week. Question mark. Right. They're not doing oh. a week thing. It's actually next week. Yep. Is not like some dumb dog show week, or something.
0: This week. This week. This
2: week. Oh, excuse me. This week. Yeah, uh, so we're gonna move on to another super cool uh, episode or show. I thought I had a lot of fun with it. This maybe because a lot of action in it, but uh, Arrow this week was fantastic in my opinion. A lot of cool stuff. It was a very fast-paced episode as well, mm-hmm. but um, I think that's what they wanted to go for because a lot of shit was popping off. Uh, we had uh, Felicity doing the whole uh, family drama thing while also you know hacking into. Um, you know somebody's mainframe, I guess, and fucking shit it's up. The Rubicon, Sorry.
0: no, the, it's Rubicon. the Rubicon. She she yes. had to make sure that Damien's hacker, her ex boyfriend, didn't get a hold of the Rubicon codes to set out other set off other missiles. So she was yeah. she was on guard duty, pretty but much like that, pre- that.
2: prevention, uh, nuke yeah. nuke prevention duty with her dear old dad. Um, and then we had uh, Thea. Um, you know, in like super weird, like perfect utopia land and she was actually uh turned into uh one of what's it called? The uh I don't know. She what, was brainwashed. It it was... She was... Yeah, there you go. She was brainwashed. She was a drug. I get... and I think it was only to set up a fight between her and Oliver because she was like, No, nah, just. I'm not gonna be brainwashed anymore and that's kind of it. But I thought it was kinda of cool, I guess. And as... then um
0: as long as Malcolm Merlin is around and still her father, she's going to be brainwashed again. Right. am just going to put that out there. Yeah. <laughs> kind of getting annoying.
2: we're ever going to fight Oliver, forever and ever. Yeah. I did want to start off a discussion, though, with um one of the uh, interesting bad guys, if you call him that, in this uh, season, and that's Anarchy. Uh, I did not know until I saw <gasps> the... Uh, notes here, that's how he spelled anarchy yeah. which makes me hate him even more um, he's a hero <laughs> hate slash love I don't know how to feel about him actually Um chaotic neutral which is kind of him but uh, he his whole harebrained scheme was to do exactly the same thing as before and I love how he referenced it and he's like I'm just gonna you know try it again see what happens what did you guys think about anarchy this episode how he sh- uh, shook things up and pretty much blew up an entire civilization uh, we'll start with you, Carrie.
4: I don't know if you want to do that, but yeah, <laughs> um, I really like Anarchy. I've liked him since he was introduced.
1: Um,
4: I think he's kind of becoming that. Is anti-hero the right word?
1: He's still a villain. He doesn't no? do anything for heroic reasons. He does he, it he's for he's sul- selfish.
4: Okay, well you know, potato, potato. Right. Um, I don't know. I just I just think he's I think he should be included a lot more. He keeps he keeps it like exciting. You know what I mean? He just randomly pops up at places and you're like, what? Where did he come from? And, you know, he does really crazy things. And I completely justify him blowing up uh, uh, to vet Noah.
1: Right like he lives up to his name because when he shows up anarchy ensues like when he shows up you're like oh shit what's gonna happen like this he's like the curveball so I think that's why we all really like him and I just really want him to wear just a matte white mask like not the clear whatever crap that they tried to pull earlier in the season like I want the white mask because that makes him look so much cooler.
0: I'm just glad that I finally realized why he kept calling Thea mommy in the previous episode. (laughs) Because at first, it threw me off, and I didn't quite get it. But then in this episode, it dawned on me when he's talking to Damien Dark's daughter. And Thea walks in, and he calls her, and he's like, hey, look, there's my mommy. And that it's this idea that Thea really (laughs) gave birth to anarchy... Yeah. Because she's the one who burned him. She's her and Team Arrow, but he mainly fixates on her, are the ones who intervened with Anarchy's plan or Lonnie Macham's plan to join up with Damien Dark and caused him to break ties with Damien in a way that makes him this, other villain who's not only against Damien but also against Team Arrow in a way so I really like their dynamic and I think it would be cool and I mean I love John Barrowman but like I said at the beginning of this discussion I'm really tired I feel like they've you they've played the card too many times and I don't see where it's going or what the purpose of it is anymore so I wouldn't be too mad if they kill off Malcolm in the season finale and Lonnie Macham plays that role more in these later seasons because, and they basically swapped it because before you had Thea dealing with her father and her questioning herself as a person, if she's good or evil because of who her father is. And now you can flip that with Lonnie Maycham because that's somebody who she's directly affected given birth to, in a way. So, I like that idea of them toying with that more in later seasons. I
2: don't know, I kind of just feel like uh, it's a weird way to, I don't know if he's trying to, like, get in Thea's head that she's responsible for him, and, like, I don't know, I I, I guess I didn't really take to him as, as much as you guys, because he doesn't really stir up anarchy. Anarchy is... You know, non-existent of 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 order. He's more like revenge guy, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it seems like. And um, it would be cool to see him if he was introduced as a new villain instead of in like coinciding with everybody. Everything else that's going on because mm-hmm. he can just be like, ah, oh, and and like at the end of the season, like, and everything was great. They all drove into the sunset. Wait, they already did, did that. Um, but in the next season it's like oh man this guy is just fucking shit up you know like uh right it would be great i see him as like building him as like a season-long villain i think he kind of gets not just pushed aside but he's almost like distracting because i kind of bit hard on uh damien dark as the main villain of this season and i yeah i think that all of his um Neil, Neil McDonough's performances on screen are just so great every time he's on, whether it's a crossover episode or he's uh, just on Arrow. And I think a lot of things got distracted from him being the main threat of this season. That That's why I kind of put that negativity on Anarchy. But I get what you guys are saying. Um, he is definitely an interesting character. Uh, what I did want to ask you guys, though, was... Um, Going back to what Sarah was saying, do you think Malcolm's gonna kind of survive the season? Do you think they're gonna kill off another? I mean, he's not—he's not like a hero, but he's definitely a mainstay in the series. Do you think they're gonna just like say, "Well, we killed Laura; we might as well kill this guy too," like thinning out the ranks almost? Uh, uh, I don't think—I
4: don't think that John Barrowman leaves the series until the end. I think he's gonna be. I don't think they'll risk losing John Barrowman just because of. I'm not going to say I don't know. I feel like he has like a, a a good fan base. I feel like he's although like he really is aggravating and I wish Oliver had chopped his head off at the same time like I don't know, it's it just one of those situations where I don't think they're going to do anything about Malcolm Merlin Malcolm Merlin until the series ends.
2: would be kind of cool. I I was just Thinking, like, if they're going to continue with him, it'd be fun to see him kind of, like, rebuild his League of Assassins kind of thing where he just allies with powerful foes and um, he kind of has his own team, you know, of, of, of bad guys. What do you yeah. what do you think about that, Sarah? Like, do you think he should be written off or He doesn't or have
0: his own team. The League got dissembled.
2: That's what I mean. Like, he's rebuilding that. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, well, he wants he... A, a group of baddies, you know, on his side. Right.
0: Right. And so he joined up with Hive thinking he could take it over. And then for whatever reason, he's the one who helped Damien break out of... Well, he helped... Yeah. He, I, I just... I, I don't... He's not adding anything new. And I get Carrie's point about it's John Barrowman at the end of the day who has a large fan base. So did Carrie, C- Katie Cassidy to a degree. So I don't know what more is left for that story to get told. I mean, Tommy's not right. around... Tommy, um, the actor who plays Tommy, is on another show, so I don't think that they're going to do the whole Dark Archer storyline anymore. So I feel like, and and also John Berriman's going to appear on Rain, another CW show soon. So I feel like I I, I the just writings I, on the I,
2: wall almost.
0: I I kind of don't understand what would the point be for them to not get rid of him, like. I mean, this is, like, what, the fourth or third time? But I don't time? think it's
4: going to happen this season, like, by this episode. No, I don't think it will happen.
0: Uh, right, but you also said it won't happen I, until the end of the series. I,
4: I know. Okay, I know I said <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know it's just remember. to be, like, there are so many dimensions to his character. Like, I know he's a horrible person, but he's constantly, like, trying to be a better person. But then he just turns back into a horrible person. And I right. don't know. I just... I just feel like it's kind of interesting to watch him go back and forth. And I mean, like, I can say we can kill him next season. I'll agree if you want to do that. Not that we have the power to do it that. But do you know what I'm trying to say?
0: No, no, I, I hear you. I just I mean, I feel like Lonnie and Thea in this episode showed such a more interesting dynamic that. Takes what was going on before that really intrigued me about Malcolm and Thea in shed it in a new light. That I'm like, well, get rid of Malcolm and just replace the father with the son and switch it up, do something different because I can't st- I I can't go through another season that contains a storyline where Malcolm brainwashes his daughter. Yeah, I've seen it multiple times.
1: Right, next season. <laughs> Next season, he's going to have like a prosthetic hand that, that looks just like his old hand.
0: Well, next season, he's going to get his other hand chopped off and then.
1: <laughs> he's going to get his head chopped off.
2: gonna replace it with a robot head.
1: Replace it with Teddy Sears head.
2: <laughs> definitely oh, Malcolm
1: Merlin is now Teddy Sears.
2: Oh, shit. So good. That would be great. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> no, That would be terrible. It would be
0: but guys so, like yeah. seriously tens of thousands of people died in haven rock and they hardly mentioned it this episode
2: well yeah it happened That's it. a <laughs> little she's bit like in a, she's like in a blanket and she's like all right yeah no i have to forget about that because the world needs saving and i'm like i right. guess but yo like you dropped a bomb literally on us and like we're just not gonna let that sink in for all the characters that tens of thousands have died. Like I feel like they're ramping up um, you know, what's at stake here. It's not just Star City, but like the world. So right. if we're if we're ramping up the stakes that are at play, why are we just gonna gloss over that real quick? Sarah, did you wanna say some more about that?
0: Oh no, I think Carrie had
4: some insight.
2: Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, Carrie, go ahead.
4: I was just gonna say, um, Well, I mean, they talked about it in the beginning real quick, but I mean, and I feel horrible for saying this, but it's kind of like Lila said at the end of that last episode when she said it could have been millions of people. Now, I'm not saying it's entirely okay that this happens at all. I'm just saying like you kind of have to look at like a picture like it could have been millions of people. Like, and I think that this is going to affect Felicity in the next episode, and I think it's going to cause her um, – it's going to be, like, something that's haunt that's going to haunt her. It's going to change her, and I think it's going to bring her into a next – like, her next arc in season five. I mean, I don't yeah. think this is just going to get totally glossed over. I, I, it's going to – it's affected her.
2: Right, I think the story they want to tell too is not that Felicity is, you know, like that she was immediately affected by that. They want to tell the story about what's going on with Genesis and stuff like that. And then, I like that that thought here. They're going to go back to it um, next season. I think um, holding off on the kind of that's kind of a good idea. But I think just, I don't know, it more than just Felicity wrapped up in a blanket and wiping away tears saying no i have to save the world in like five minutes like i wish there was a little bit more impact on that you know on 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 the team especially felicity or something like that like i yeah i don't know what they could have done i'm not a creative writer but i know that i was like kind of taking it back like oh okay they just dropped a nuclear warhead on that and then it's gonna be like you know, even more people not just the people who immediately died but like Thousands upon thousands more will be affected. That whole area is going to be affected. So, I don't know. I guess they could have thrown a little bit better. But if they're saving that kind of storyline for next season, I I guess. But if it doesn't happen, I'll be a little confused.
0: Right. And I I just hope that they make sure that they address the consequences. Like, that's all I'm saying. And I know it's not going to... I understand the whole idea because Genesis is still in play. They, there's still a plan going on and they have to focus on that. They can't dwell on this incident. But I just hope that in the next episode and even in season five, there are some consequences because, yeah, I just, I mean, sometimes I feel like Arrow tends to brush the consequences under the rug a bit and gloss over things so i hope and especially because i'm so much of a felicity smoke fan that in this case they really um address them um because we and we still are looking for some more and and we saw a little bit about this in this episode if we want to talk about diggle lying to lila about how andy died do you guys have some thoughts about Diggle that? And
4: Diggle having a little bit of aggression. Remember in that house they were hiding in? Yeah, he's a bit and pissed w- off. Yeah, he's, he's, Diggle's going down a bad path.
2: Right. He's still mad, you know, that like, this is the group that, you know, took his brother over and brainwashed him. So I thought it was a nice little touch that he had, like they had to have Oliver kind of say, hey, man, relax. Or like hold back a little bit. I thought it was Which a neat is- little... Detail yeah, that which, they didn't have to do, but they did anyway.
4: Which usually it's it's Diggle that reigns all of our ends.
1: Right,
2: Rune. right. It's not the other way. Alright. He's doing that for everybody now.
4: Yeah.
2: Because he has to be the beacon of hope, y'all. Oh, for the okay. team. Because mm-hmm. he's a super cool guy. Um, speaking of super cool guys, um actually, hold on, I forgot her. I actually forgot <laughs> the girl name. But I wanted to, what I wanted to talk about was flashbacks. Um you guys really Deanna? especially you what? Tiana? Yeah. So Try she that? is super cool lady now. Right? In the flashbacks. She's
0: super evil and super dangerous. Super dead.
2: powerful. Right. I did not know the flashbacks was going to take this turn this season. And I thought that was pretty great. i was just like, I have to kill him to get more powerful. I'm like, holy oh, damn. I need more power. Next, dude. I need more power. I so, like,
4: have <laughs> to get my hands on a magical idol because it looks like so much fun.
2: It's like put on your backpack, just like shoot people in the face, you know. Get a little more powerful. I think it's pretty dope. So, like, um, what were some of the parallels with that scene with what you guys were seeing in um, like the current day stuff? I thought it was great that Oliver had to talk down Thea and he had to kind of talk to um, what's her name again? Sorry, Chiana. Yeah, her <laughs> oh, shit. being super evil. <laughs> so like. I guess, uh, Sarah, did you want to take this one? Flashbacks compared to today, it's so, all coming for a circle now. Pretty cool, yes? Sarah, what what was her name again?
0: Tiana.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Are you making fun of me?
1: I'm making fun of both of you. Uh, sure. uh,
4: I, I, I didn't
0: really care for the flashbacks this episode because... We've seen images in previous episodes that show her being possessed. I, I, I'm going to call it that. And, and have glowing eyes, just like Ryder does. Um, so, and I, I mean, we all know she's going to die. So, my, my thoughts are can Oliver just be in Russia already? I mean, let's go. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready to move off the island a little Look, bit.
1: How is Tiana going to die? If she's got immortal powers
0: Well it's not Immortal immortal because she's gonna die
1: Straight up got <laughs> shot A few times
0: Oliver has a totem It's this tattoo that's On his chest region His oh. abs
1: Zabs. So it's it's on
0: his abs. Well, it's it's kinda near. Yeah. It's
1: it's 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 on his, it's, it's, it's... <laughs> it's on his butt.
0: <laughs> uh, it's,
1: on um, his, it's a small one on his ankle.
0: So that's gonna come into play. Like I don't know how, but I mean I also don't really care how. I'm more interested in who is going to kill Dark in the finale than who's gonna kill or how Tiana's gonna die or how Oliver's gonna defeat All right. Aaron. here's what's
4: gonna happen. All of that that um, little magical symbol, the Chinese symbols we're talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah. That okay, so that's already been established that that totally. that is that is Oliver's link to ma- to marriage, to magic.
0: To marriage okay. link-
4: no magic.
0: Marriage, okay.
4: <laughs> I just wanna cry. Okay. <laughs> that's Fiona? his link to magic. So, he's going to be forced to kill Tiana by, like, bringing up his magic. That's how she's going to die. Right. And that's exactly how... Well, I don't know. Do we want to go into what we think is going to happen in the finale?
2: Yeah, let's... let's, uh, That's the point of this.
4: Wait a second.
0: Wait, 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 wait. I have a question. Because we also... In the flashbacks, Oliver is sort of on a darker path because we gotta get to season one, Oliver. So is he going to use that totem to channel the light or the dark? The light. I i I'll, I'll get pissed off if he uses it to channel the light because he's not supposed to be there.
1: Right, I mean, this we're talking
0: about
4: a
1: yet.
0: character evolution. Like he should be channeling the dark.
1: I don't think Oliver likes nope, magic. No, because if though. he
4: channels the dark, he becomes darkness. When he okay. channels the light, he's able—he's able to step away from the magic.
1: I honestly don't think he's going to
2: use it. I think he's going to destroy it
1: before oh. anybody. I, can. But, I think he's but... going to
2: distract Tiana. She's going to say, "Look over there," and throw the idol at her face or something like that. <laughs> <But> <laughs> he's that's... not going to use any magic. He's going to use like only like his prowess, like because I mean the whole point of introducing magic is is this season is that Oliver's never experienced it before until now in terms of like him within himself you know so if he channels it I'm like then what's the point of like him going to the super cool like card late poker lady and like ask about how to channel magic like is it be like a cisco move where it's like oh I don't know how I shot light beams or dark beams out of my hand so um you know, right that that, years that's later
0: actually a good point he didn't well, realize that he could channel until he met up in episode 20 with that lady so he might do something accidentally but i don't want it to be accidentally channeling the light because that doesn't make sense to me and to where he yeah. is as a person in the flashbacks
5: uh,
4: but after his little um imaginary talk with shadow he's been kind of on the light side then how do
0: yeah. we get to season one oliver
4: Russia's rough, man. I told you about bend that. Rough, yeah.
2: right? <laughs> He's just flip-flopping uh, light and dark all over the place, I guess.
4: I have a question.
3: Is he going to sure. use a spell to use his magic? He doesn't have a Patronus.
4: <laughs> what would it be, though?
2: It's Patronus' is Felicity's arrow. face.
4: <laughs> yep.
2: <laughs> <laughs> didn't even know her yet, but why not? Wait
4: a minute. In the um, You know, in the... um uh the constellations there's an archer i think it's what like sagittarius or something orion
3: yeah
4: orion Orion. same thing not really um yeah maybe that's his patronus that makes sense i buy that a
2: lot of wand and just say expecto patronum (laughs) (laughs) you got magic i got magic
4: i've given a lot of thought into this whole flashback thing and i mean i know we don't have the time or the energy to go through it all but trust me I it's all gonna work out in the season finale like I have these flashbacks like on lockdown like I know what's going on
2: I'm super interested to see how it plays out mm-hmm. because I've totally brushed the flashbacks for this season kind of to the side and then yeah. it started getting a little more interesting towards like maybe like six episodes ago or five episodes ago so I'm interested to see how this all connects back to the present day as well as um all over kind of going to russia you know i, I guess i'm going to be so, sad if
1: Ryder what? just straight up dies because i think they wasted
2: jimmy a king below
1: right i've I'm kind so of
0: accepted he... it and that's yeah. why i've tuned out of the flashbacks so like they're not going to do what i want them to do damn he's it
2: so waiting for him to pop up in the main like current no. timeline that'd be so f- cool
0: i don't think he is though but he's not <laughs> i know
2: head main
0: Stupid. Who's going to kill Damien Dark, though, in the finale?
2: Felicity. It was me. With with a lamp.
4: (laughs) With With
1: a giant honey swoop.
4: It was Colonel Mustard (laughs) in the dining room. With a rope. With the rope. You are stuck. FYI.
1: No. I've already talked to you, Sarah. I think Felicity is going to end up killing him in front of her mom and her dad. Mm -hmm. And her mom's going to see her as a monster. And. Not as a monster, but give her that look like, holy shit, you're a fucking monster. And then she's going to end up having to, like, she sees that and goes off with her dad because she can't face her mom.
2: And then Curtis is going to stand in the background like, that's awkward.
1: Right. He's like, am I Team Arrow now?
4: My prediction is, and I've also talked to Sarah about my prediction, um, Oliver is going to be, I I honestly thought it was going to be Felicity that killed Dark. But I think it's going to be Oliver because he's going to channel that hope and that love that he gets from Felicity, and the hope that he gets from the um, the people of Star City. And I think he's going to be the one that defeats Dark. Now, here's the thing, though. Like, I Dark has to be killed. Like, he can't be sent to the prison and Lee and you. Like, you actually have to kill him. So, I mean, that's going to kind of bring up.
1: I don't oh know. man! And then a blue lantern ring comes down, and it's like Oliver Queen. You have the power of great hope. Oh, I see it. I get <laughs> that it. would be
2: ridiculous. I'd, I'd, be I'd love it, but I'd hate it at the same time. Yeah.
0: Matt, who do you think is gonna kill Damien Dark?
2: Um, I think. Um, I don't think Oliver is gonna kill him. Yeah. They've spent too much time and effort this season to be like, all right, guys. No, for real though, Oliver doesn't kill people anymore. <laughs> no, for real. Like we. <laughs> We named him Green Arrow. He's like, even in the intro, he says something else. The Green Arrow, yay! You know, yeah. it's like, we're not super sad and dour that much, but enough. So You guys, I wait. What
4: if it's Diggle?
2: I hope. was just going to say, you stole my thunder, yeah. bro. Oh, what well, yeah. if Diggle killed him? Oh, I so hope cool. it's Quentin. No. What uh, oh. Damien killed his be... daughter.
0: Yeah, Yeah. That's I have a so feeling good. it's going to be Diggle. I have a feeling it's going to be Diggle.
1: You made me kill my brother. I think the whole you killed my daughter, I'm going to kill you thing is much
2: better. No, but Lance is on comms, dude. Like, he won't be there.
1: <laughs> yeah, but he knows now. Like, Felicity's going to send him a signal. He's going to bust in there
2: with his his nine, pop a cap. What if, like, they both kill him, like, executioner style, back of the head?
0: What if kill it's shot. baby Sarah?
1: Oh my God! What if it's so- season one, Sarah? <gasps> you
0: know, what was, you I know said what, baby, Sarah.
4: You know what was um interesting is uh now remember we got that little uh, clip something that little uh, synopsis that says someone joins forces with Oliver or something like that. Do you guys know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's Vixen.
4: You think it's Vixen?
0: I'm putting my money on Vixen.
4: I think it may be um little fake black canary do you remember that girl yes i remember
0: her doesn't make sense to include her yeah
4: but (laughs) remember we saw that picture of
1: that thing oh
0: oh i know okay carrie's right it's fake black it's fake black canary
1: what if it's sarah lance
2: no no no
0: it's fake black canary
2: (sighs) jesus what if it was john barman not Malcolm Merlin, John It Barron. could be John Barrett and
0: Joseph. yeah. Well, <laughs> what if I mean, it was Jay Garrick
2: this whole time?
0: Everybody <laughs> is Jay freaking Garrick.
1: I'll tell you right now, I'm going to be really disappointed if it's fake Canary because I don't. Like oh, that's dumb. Stupid it,
4: it is, but I, mean, reason why I think she's right.
1: Whatever. Don't tell they, us why some, you know well, that. Some people stupid. were
4: saying that it's the spirit of Laurel Lance that comes back, Fuck but that.
1: screw that. I'm gonna. People. I have
4: to say a hard no on that one. I think there's a possibility that fake Black Canary could be involved spirit in it.
1: Spirit of Laurel Lance, my ass.
0: He actually might do that.
1: That's <laughs> so freaking. It's <laughs> Like, oh
0: crap. That sucks.
2: But that's so lame. I thought the whole reason why they dedicate a whole episode to that fake canary was just like all right and then maybe she does vigilante stuff but that's the end of black canary and arrow so uh if they do it well i mean you know we've had season finales that kind of upset us before but um, i just want constantine dude what if he joins forces with constantine oh my god and he becomes part of team arrow oh my god permanent I've been stalking
4: Matt Ryan like not stalking like you know like you know that we should take out we should be concerned stalking but I've been like keeping my eye on him on Twitter and I gotta tell you I really want Constantine to come back but like it doesn't look like it sure sorry to all these
2: like actors and actresses like getting like these uh multi-show deals you know to be within the same universe as like um Oh, my God. I forgot the actor's name, Uh, but Leonard Snart is... uh, uh
4: with Miller.
2: Yeah, like, he, you know, he has a contract where it's like he can jump around different shows, you know? Uh, it's like, why didn't they just do that for Constantine? But uh, I don't know. Whatever. Is Calvary um, still available? Dude! Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I know. I don't know. Right. Um. So, as you guys can see, a lot of still questions, a lot of questions up for like, what's going on Era about the series in general, where it's headed um we have no idea we have some of an idea that's why we do this show but all these answers will be had that's the worst thing ever all these questions will be answered next week on the season finale so be sure to stay tuned for our thoughts about that episode and that's going to wrap up the show for us unless you guys have some classic picks if you remembered that i
1: did have one thing that i wanted to say about the flash that i thought about after we had already moved to the Arrow. Okay, what? Go, if, ahead, go for it, and I'm and I'm saying this in place of Pete because Pete's not here. What if the man in the Iron Mask is Tom Welling and he's freaking Clark Kent from Smallville? <laughs> oh that, shit!
2: That would be so dumb and awesome. That'd the be time.
1: the best.
2: And then the sh- the the season the uh, flash season ends with somebody say. Oh man, nerdgasm. All right, that would be done. cool. I don't. What Earth would Smallville be on though? Is it Earth one, two? It's probably like three. Yeah, it's probably like Earth uh, three thousand <laughs> something. There's fifty two. I would be cracking probably... up if that happened because Tom Welling isn't really doing anything else, is he? No, he needs to be Fortnite. playing Clark Kent. He needs to be employed right now because he's a cool guy. Um, so yeah, if you guys have any classic picks, we're just gonna wrap up right now. Um, where can you find Sarah on the internet? Wanna let them know?
0: You can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at SJ Belmont, S J B E L M O N T.
2: yeah where where can everyone find you on the internets? You can find me at the Everwritten. That, uh, that's mm. the only place you can find him. Uh Carrie, where where can we follow you at?
4: Uh Care Bear Crew. K-E-R-R-B-A. Wait a minute. B-E-A-R. <laughs> K-R-U. Yeah, you know what? Just <laughs> We'll put
2: it out. in the show notes. It's, it's cool. <laughs> 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 and Patricia sticking out for the long haul. Thank you, friend. Where can they find you on the internets?
3: They can find me at PRMiller20 on the Twitter.
2: Super cool stuff. Thanks, guys. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that fun stuff. At I'm Salzy. I am S-A-L-Z-Y. That is not my last name. Don't worry. <laughs> I updated it. Uh you can find us a Nerd at Cine Nerd S C E N E letter n N E R D. Yes, it is that hard to explain in real life. I've done it a <laughs> few times. Um you can find us uh on Facebook. Like us cuz we're cool. We post sometimes. I think Pete gets around to it sometimes. And uh yeah, that's going to do it for this week's episode. We're super stoked for next week's uh finales for the sh- um CW shows. So uh stay tuned and if you got a DVR or streaming device, use it. Is that what he said? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, You're Facebook welcome. and all that good stuff, y'all. You're welcome. Yay. I like Everett's. You're welcome. Better. No,
1: oh, thank Ouch. <laughs> yes. Claimed it. Just kidding. I honestly, so. I don't think I can talk air with both Carrie and Sarah at the same time. It's just overwhelming.
4: <laughs> Why?
1: Because, like, you guys are, like, the fountain of knowledge when it comes to shit that I don't care about, like, b- ahead of time.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. And so... No, if you didn't
1: finish that sentence, that would have been hilarious. Right. <laughs> no, it's just like, you know, I think it's going to be Constantine. No, no, it's it's
2: fake Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> oh geez. what a whatever's trying to say is you guys are a damn wet blanket <laughs> yeah. no. listen
4: i am proud of the work i put into this and i am more than proud of the work that sarah puts into arrow and us combined we are a deadly force